So the best grant for new and beginning farmers is going to be through the EQIP program, which is a program offered through NRCS. And NRCS is going to be housed in the same building most of the time as your FSA office, okay? And all of these things are under the umbrella of the USDA. So lots of acronyms. Let's go walk it back, starting back at the top. EQIP, E-Q-I-P, stands for the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. And again, that's facilitated through NRCS, which stands for the Natural Resources Conservation Service. And again, they are normally within the same location as the FSA office, which stands for Farm Services Agency. And finally, all of these things are under the umbrella of the USDA, which you probably already know stands for the United States Department of Agriculture. So for new and beginning farmers, the EQIP program is how you're going to access a high tunnel grant. This is a grant that I actually have received myself, and it was fairly easy to apply for. And let's walk down the steps on how you do that. First, you need a farm number. If you have more than one acre, it's going to be fairly easy for you to go to your FSA office and make application for a farm number. A farm track number is the official term. That number is a free number, and it just requires that you provide proof of identity, proof of ownership, or permission that you have uh, to use the land to do farming. Once you have this farm number, it's kind of like your social security number in that it gives you access to certain government programs. It gives your farm access to certain government programs. So with my farm number, I went over to NRCS and I said, um, may I meet my conservationist? And I got introduced to my con- conservationist. They're assigned by region. And I told him that I wanted to make an application to get a high tunnel. He gave me the paperwork. There were a couple of site visits. The paperwork was fairly straightforward, name, address, you know, you know, all of the pertinent things that you would put on an application. And then a site visit was scheduled and that began the process. Now, at the time of the site visit, I did not have an idea on number one, where I wanted to put the high tunnel. Um, and then number two, I didn't have any livestock and or, um, vegetable production in place. So I hadn't even grown anything. So a part of the process was that I had to put something in the ground. I had to start doing something. So my conservationist explained that, you know, um, I'll come out again and I at least need to see a tomato plant or something planted. And so I did that. I did some raised beds. I'm on very rocky soil. So I have to do everything in raised beds. And so I, the next time he came out, I had my raised beds planted. Now, I can't remember how long between how long it was between visits. And also keep in mind that I made application for this high tunnel in 2018 and I didn't get it until 2022. Now, there was COVID that was in between there. So my process was probably longer because of that. So but it is a long process. It's not like you're going to go in one day and apply and get it the next day. Don't expect for that to happen which is why it's very important for you to take quick action and going ahead and getting your farm track number because that's what starts everything. So if you wait for forever to get your farm and track number, then it's going to take you forever to get your high tunnel. Now, quick note on the high tunnel. A high tunnel is a structure that allows for you to extend your growing season. So it's not a greenhouse. A greenhouse is a heated and cooled structure, whereas a high tunnel is not heated and cooled. So Get your farm and track number. That's step one. And if you have 
um, a, a non-traditional location, like you're in an apartment building or you're farming from a rooftop, then obviously this grant is not going to be the grant for you. We're going to have to look for other opportunities for you um, after uh, you have purchased some land or you will have to wait on this opportunity rather uh, until you have purchased land. And I would absolutely love to help you with that process. However, if you're in a single family home in a neighborhood and you have a small backyard, you want to listen up because this applies to you. Yes, you can get a high tunnel as well. I'm on five acres, so I wanted to get the biggest high tunnel I could possibly get. I got a 30 by 96 high tunnel, and that was the biggest high tunnel that I could get. And so if you're on in a single family situation, you probably, you know, obviously don't want to get one that big. You're going to be looking at something smaller, but you still can get a high tunnel. So farm and track number is number one. Then number two is making application with your conservationist. Then number three is doing whatever your conservationist says that you need to do, be it plant a tomato plant or do something so that that moves your application forward. The next thing, step number four, is that you wait. Okay, you wait. And these things all have deadlines. All of these grant monies have a certain deadline that the applications have to be in for and they fund them all on a certain kind of a calendar. I don't know if it's a fiscal calendar or what. But you want to go ahead and do that as soon as possible. Step number five is get your money together because you're going to have to pay for this out of pocket yourself first. This is a grant program, but it's more it's a cost share. And what that means is you're going to pay for all of it up front. Then based on your status, and we'll talk about that in a moment, you're going to get a percentage paid on your behalf. That's the grant proceeds. Now, the status in um, the case of USDA means, are you a new and beginning farmer? Are you a woman farmer? Are you a minority farmer? Are you a veteran farmer? All of these things give you a certain number of points, and that determines how much you will get in the form of grant funds. So you want to make sure when you go and you get your farm track number that you check off all the boxes that apply to you so that those um, categories will be calculated when it comes time to issuing you, issuing you grant funds. So I checked off all the boxes. I wanted to get the biggest high tunnel that I could possibly get. And your conservationist will provide you with a list. If you ask, they'll provide you with a list of companies that are familiar with the equip program that manufacture these high tunnels and do the installation. I would recommend that you allow them to do the installation. I know there's lots of kits out there. However, there will be an inspection. And unless you know what you're doing, you could fail the inspection when they come out and make sure that it was installed properly. So I just got them. I got a company to do the installation and handle everything from beginning to end. The company that I used was out of Kentucky. That company's called Scenic Acres, LLC. They're out of Elkton, Kentucky. I am in Murfreesboro, Kentucky, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, so they drove from Kentucky to Tennessee after I paid, you know, in full. So I got a discount um, and I'll run through the numbers for you. So my high tunnels, a 30 by 96, I had two of the eco, eco roll up sides. So each of the sides rolled up. Um, I did uh, the five to one crank on each side of the high tunnel. And I have two ends with the eight by eight um Wire luck, stock, I can't read what this says, but anyway, that was something extra. Um, a roll up five foot walls. That's what I was trying to get out there. I'm reading over the quote and they abbreviated a lot of things and I can't really read what they said. But bottom line, all of that came to 
Um, that's $14,269.72. They were running a discount. Okay, this quote, I actually got this original quote in October of 2021. And the, they gave me a discount of 8% um, because they were running some kind of a special. So that knocked off $1,141.58. So my total cost that I had to have cash money out of my pocket was $13,128.14. So you need to start now because you're going to have to price your high tunnel, get a quote, and you're, you're going to have to pay for it out of your pocket. So you need to start making money now towards that end. And I can help you with that. You want to start making it with an agricultural product so you can kill two birds with one stone. You need to sell the $1,000 worth of agricultural products in order to be classified as a farm. So you want to be doing that anyway. Now, I once I paid the company for the high tunnel, I still had to wait again because there was such a backlog because of COVID. So once I paid you know, I got on the installation calendar at that time. So once I got on the, on the installation calendar, I, pay, I paid, I think it was in February. I got on the installation calendar for March. So it wasn't that long of a wait, but you want to keep that in mind when you're going through this process. So once I paid, they came out, they installed the high tunnel, and then I sent confirmation of the installation to my conservationist. They came out, walked around it, made sure everything was like it was supposed to be and said, "Okay, we'll cut you a check here in the next couple of days or whatever. So a few days later, um, I got a deposit into my bank account, which is dedicated to the farm, which you want to have for you as well. You want to make sure you have a farm business bank account set up for all of these grant funds to come into. And so that was basically the process. Now, once I got this installed, several months later, I get a call from my conservationist saying, hey, we have more money for you. And I'm like, what? He was like, yes, because you completed your project, you're able to receive additional grant funds. So I got some additional grant funds and those funds, I think it was right at $3,000, maybe $3,300. And those grant funds were automatically deposited into my account. And uh, again, it was because I was I completed that that particular project. Now, that brought my grand total out of pocket to only about twenty five hundred bucks because that additional grant funds, you know, hit my account. And I really wasn't expecting for that to happen. I didn't know that that was going to be a thing. So the entire process for me took several years. And again, I think that was elongated because of the COVID situation. Now, even though that was the case, it still would have been at least a year long process at a minimum. Nothing moves fast at USDA. So you want to keep that in mind when it comes to applying for these grant programs and funds are not, you know, just flowing. You have to keep in mind that, you know, there are other people who are going to be applying for funds. And so it's kind of one of those first come first serve things. Um, That additional money came in December of 2022, and it was $3,373.33. So you do all of the math, you do all of the numbers, and I will um, see if I can't go back and get the original amount that came in for the um, first portion, which was the uh, cost share portion, the grant portion. That was 8000 
$956.80. So that came in in April, actually. It wasn't a couple of days. It was more like 30 days later. So I paid for the high tunnel in February, had it installed in March, and mid-April, I got my grant proceeds of $89.56.80. And then in December, which was many months later, I got a surprise deposit of the 33 um, let's see here. What was that again? The 33. Oh, I can't remember whatever it was. The 3,300 and some change, right? Whatever that number was that I gave you before. So yeah, so that's how that process went. So you want to go ahead and get going, get your farm and track number. We would love to help you with that process. I say we, it's really me and I have a virtual assistant and I am teaching a class called start how to start a farm in six months from anywhere. And one of the main things we're going to be focusing on is selecting a cash crop that you can do from your kitchen so that you can start generating the $1,000 if you're in a non-traditional situation. And so you can get your farm number. Um, if you're not in a non-traditional situation and you've got land, go ahead and get your farm track number. Go to Farm Services. Apply for it now. We'll actually help you through that through the class as well. And I just want to see as many people as possible start farming. The USDA makes it possible for any place to be a farm, and I think you should take full advantage of it. All right. Thanks, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace.